Hey everybody, and welcome to the Darkcast. I'm your host, Jonathan, and this is one of the 200th episodes of the Darkcast. Joining me today is Nick Cummert. Hey, how's it going? And Brian Tyler. Arguably the most important of the 200 episodes. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Indeed, and I'm just saying it's part of it because I don't know what order these are all going to be in, but they'll all be there, and this is one of four, and it's fantastic. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Now on with the show. Um, all right, so so we'll just go ahead and jump into this. This is this is another part of episode 200 of the Dark Cast, and uh, we've got Nick on the show today. Nick, it has been a long time. Welcome to the Dark Cast. It has been a long time. I'm happy to be back. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. Now, since it's been a while, what? I, I guess I kind of want to start off with the question for you of what what are you doing in video games today uh, in terms of like are are you still writing about them in any capacity what are you playing everything yeah yeah um, so I I dabble into the review stuff every once in a while I uh, you can see my reviews over at um, GameCritics.com every once in a while probably like once every two months I'll I'll pick something up there and review it just for old time's sake. Um, but uh, I, since I think my last appearance on the Darkcast, moved down to the Bay Area, started working full time, and uh, got engaged as well. And that stuff is taking up a lot of my time in nice. ways good and bad, Congrats. of course. Um, Congrats! That's <laughs> thank awesome. You. That is that's a big um, commitment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely is. But uh, you know, the planning has been has been kind of fun for for most of it, for sure. Um, Though you don't realize uh, how many little decisions go into something like that until you really um, immerse yourself in it, and you're like, "Whoa, okay, we need to know like exactly what ge- flower is going to go there." Just a general <laughs> tip from somebody who's been there: if you're doing a small wedding at like a small venue, like somebody's backyard, make sure their home doesn't have any kind of non-tasteful nudes in the bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly specific okay. tip, but just check that out first. I will scope the bathrooms at our venue for nudes for sure. Yep, there you go. And locks, but again. Oh, that's weirdly specific. Definitely. <laughs> that is an odd tip, but a good tip nonetheless. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I. Uh, yeah, so I'm still I'm still active on the Twitter, uh, and I do um, review games every couple months. But now I just kind of mainly play them, and I feel like um, recently there's been a a wealth of games coming out in ways that yeah. I don't remember happening in Februarys even a year ago. You know, like I feel like this February just got loaded with stuff. Um, the you know like. I mean, I'm still waiting for a patch, but, like, XCOM 2 has been quite good. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider is eating up a lot of my time on PC. Um, but what I would really like to talk about the most is Super Hot. That okay. game is 
something that really, game looks nuts. really special. Oh my gosh. I I had this thought this morning when I st- it was like my second real session of, of playing it and um, I think it may be the best single player first person shooter I've played in a very long time. Um, just by those parameters. You know, it's not a traditional first person shooter, but definitely like Man, the stuff it does with like just so how, how if I back up, how far do I have to back up? Do you guys know kind of what super hot is and because it was a it was a game jam game a while ago that kind of got traction after folks made it for a game jam and now it's a full blown thing. Did you guys see it when it was a game jam prototype thing? I I did not know. I did. I saw it when it was the the okay. prototype and then I saw I uh, I haven't seen what the full release looks like completely, but I did watch a, a quick look of it. There you so go. I got a, awesome. I got a good idea so, of like the weird like ASCII layout that they have for the the other parts of the game that aren't like the time oh, manipulating. Man. Oh, it's shooting. so genius how they do that, dude! Oh, it's the best thing. Like so, okay. So for Jonathan's sake, we'll we'll back up all the way and say the the basic sort of gameplay and mechanic is super hot is a first person shooter where um, time only moves forward when you move or shoot your gun um, and okay, so, so, so kind of like um, those levels of braid where when you move forward it moves forward and backwards it moves backwards yeah. but not not relative to forward and backwards but just movement equals time still equals still yeah okay Totally. So what what the game does with that is it basically is like a it becomes like a get yourself out of an ambush simulator where uh, you know a level will start and you're just surrounded by dudes. Or like the one I played this morning was you had to start the level by immediately jumping over an oncoming car, um, and then there was you know two dudes with baseball bats running at you. One guy came around the corner with a gun pointed right at you. And you just kind of neo your way through um, what's, you know, the chaos that ensues. So, like, you kind of, and it's tough because at first you want to just, you know, your first person shooter uh, instincts kick in. And it's like, well, I'm surrounded by dudes. I got to keep moving around so they don't shoot me. But, Mm -hmm. you know, movement in Superhot actually increases the the chance that you die because the bullets then are moving forward towards you. Um, so you kind of, you know, tiptoe in certain ways and, you know, things like uh, shooting a gun, throwing your gun, all that stuff makes time go forward. Um, and you kind of you really have to guess where, where guys are moving, um, when they're going to shoot, and then when they shoot, you know, sometimes there's like if there's a shotgun and two pistols being fired at you, there's like eight bullets coming at you at the same time, and so you have to um, sort of sidestep around each individual bullet, um, and just oh, there's tons of little touches like you can each pistol only has like five shots in it, but you can um, do a bunch of these cool moves where like as soon as you punch a guy, his his pistol will just fly forward in the air, and you can immediately catch it and start shooting other dudes with it. Um, bullets can collide in midair and destroy each other. Um, <laughs> uh, it's just the coolest thing. Like, Did it's you... so hard to describe. 
they uh they tweeted the 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 devs tweeted out a a video and all they did was like it was just a, a quote that said okay this is pretty cool and it was a dude running down a hallway with a sword and he cut every bullet that was coming at him and then got to the last like down the hallway straight at these two guys who were just firing and managed to not only get every bullet that was coming at him while he was moving down the hallway but kill both of the guys at the end yeah this morning it was I ridiculous um yeah this morning i was in a shootout in a in a bar in the game and it i accidentally like threw a a, a pool ball towards a guy that was firing at me and it took out the bullet that would have killed me um <laughs> and I like pooped involuntarily. I was like, "Oh man!" Like I just couldn't believe it worked. Um, it's uh, and so it, it kind of goes into a little bit of like, um, in the same way, I'll say it's a one of the better first-person single-player shooters I've played in a long time. I think it's also uh, it's a better philosophical sequel to Hotline Miami than Hotline Miami Two was because it, it definitely devolves into that same. Uh, loop of, you know, I mean, one hit kills you, and the restarts are almost instantaneous, and it's a very, you know, it's a very delicate thing, because you, um, the AI is pretty devilish in how, you know, if you have a room to knock a gun out of a guy's hand, he will pick it right back up, or run behind cover to pick up another gun. I mean, they're pretty devious in really finding the most (laughs) economical way to kill you. Um, So, uh, it's definitely a lot of sort of butting your head against these small rooms full of dudes intent on killing you to find what works. Um, and so it kind of, it, it, it scratches that itch too. I of course love games like that. So, um, you know, but it's never boring because they make everything feel so, um, just so badass. You feel so awesome doing it because, I mean, essentially the whole scene is in bullet time, right? And it's bullet time that you control, um, whether you're sidestepping a bullet or, or whatever. So, um, man, it, it's just the coolest thing. Like, I just am, am constantly have a grin on my face while I'm playing because you just feel so awesome doing all these little things. Uh, and... The aesthetic is really cool. It's kind of like um, everything kind of looks like the opening credits to Mad Men. Um, if everybody's, uh, you're a black silhouette and the enemies are red uh, polygonal silhouettes in an all-white, uh, sort of very geometric, low-detail um, world. But, um, you know, as soon as you clear an encounter, there's that voice that goes super hot and it shows... a. Uh, a replay of what you just did without the bullet time taken out, which is funny because a lot of what you do that feels really epic becomes totally pedestrian when you see it play on real time, and it's a dude like spastically sidestepping for two seconds and then <laughs> killing four dudes. Um, it's it's actually really funny, and I think I think you can save um, replays and like send them to people later and stuff. But it is, uh, yeah, a phenomenal game, and it's all wrapped yeah. up in this. Um, it's all wrapped up in this faux sort of uh, 80s hacker type thing where the menu is a, you know, CRT um, DOS prompt kind of screen and um, the best touch that they show in the Giant Bomb Quick Look, I think. But it, it all kind of goes through like a, a chat window. You're chatting with someone who found this crazy game called Super Hot and is sending you, you know, cracks that let you get to new levels. Um, 
and in the chat window when it's your turn for a response, you literally just mash any key on the keyboard and your responses just appear in the chat bubbles. It's totally like 80s movie hacker, like just pound any letter on the keyboard and your responses will magically appear in the chat bubble. It sounds probably stupid when I describe it, but it's like the coolest little thing. Um, it's just a really incredible game. Um, yeah, I, it's going to be on my top 10 somewhere for sure, just because of um, it, it perfectly combines like the, the the dopamine you get just from shooters in general and kicking dudes' butts and all that other stuff, but like also wraps it in a really cool idea that I have not really seen anywhere else before, really. Wow, that, that does sound really cool. Um, I, I may have to pick that up because that's... I don't know, that's just just bizarre enough to make me want to play it. It's uh, Yeah, it's one game where I don't know if they have a demo out, but they need one because it's as mm-hmm. soon as I finished the first encounter, I was like, oh, I I need to play all of this, you know? <laughs> I, was, I was completely right. sold on the idea um, as soon as I finished that first level. So, I mean, I'd highly encourage... I mean, it's to their disadvantage, I guess, that they don't have a demo out, but if... Uh, it's any there's, concern. There's not I mean, one on Steam, I, so. Yeah. So I, but I mean, if you're into um, just hearing me talk about it, you're interested, or especially if you liked um, Hotline Miami and stuff, um, that would be something that I would wholeheartedly recommend. I still haven't actually played Hotline Miami. Well, that's another thing I would recommend. Then. It's I've got it. It's you know, <laughs> on one of the many I mean, Steam sales that I've yeah yeah yeah. It's like not having Half Life at this point or something. It's you just you have it, mm-hmm. just just in case you need it. Um, yeah, but uh, that that sounds really cool. Nice. Uh, any, anything else cool. uh, that you're you're playing right now that you're interested in? You mentioned a couple of things, but yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of other stuff. I mean, Rise of the Tomb Raider's cool. Uh, I started playing. Um, Danganronpa came to Steam, and I I haven't played enough to form an opinion on that really. Um, and uh, Firewatch was also very good. Those are all the kind of things that I've kind of wrapped up in the last you know week week and a half I think. Okay. Um, yeah. Have, are you guys? Have you Firewatched? Have you have you watched the fire successfully? I've not watched the fire now. Okay. I want to. I, haven't yet. I just I just haven't um, picked it up yet. Okay. Uh, Brian, I have not yet. Unfortunately, my plate has been uh, has been un- full of my own doing, <laughs> and agreeing to yeah. do like uh, like two reviews, and then uh, uh, the Walking Dead Michonne came out, um, and I I got that yeah, one because I, I could do it over a weekend, and then I'm also doing Street Fighter Five, so I'm like I'm looking at Firewatch, going, yeah, I'll get to you. <laughs> I can't right now. <laughs> Brian likes to try yeah. to review all the things. All, all the, the things time. at once. Yep. So that my my review of uh, the Force Awakens pinball tables is gonna uh, <laughs> obviously like coincide with my XCOM review to a sick degree. <laughs> no, definitely. Okay. Well, yeah. So that's kind of what I've been playing. Um, I would love to hear how Street Fighter Five is treating you, Brian, because I hear so many different things about how people are satisfied with just the base package in general and like how uh 
the connectivity issues are affecting that. Like, it, it's kind of fascinating to see people react to it. It, It's a real... I understand why they did what they did as far as whether or not they were releasing a, like, quote-unquote complete package. Like... I get it. They did it for tournament reasons. They did it because they wanted to get it out so that stuff like Winter Brawl that's happening this week uh, can happen with like 256 mm-hmm. people like playing, uh, you know, Street Fighter Five because that's the new flagship. That's what's out there. Um, I've heard that the PS4 works a lot better than the PC as far as the matchmaking and stuff goes. I know it works hmm. a whole hell of a lot better as far as the sticks go um, because I have a PS3 stick that. I cannot plug into my computer and get to work right away. They said they're working on it. Um, so instead, I'm left with the uh, not too shabby Xbox One controller, thankfully, with the kind of improved uh, D-pad. But still, mm-hmm. it's not it's not an arcade stick. It's not what I paid, you know, 100 or so dollars years ago for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but whatever. Seriously. If I was if I, if I was somebody who was truly serious about that, that would be a big deal anyway because I'd just go get a new one. Uh, and I'm not, um, because I'm not. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's right now. I'm dealing with uh, with uh, survival mode, which is like one of the outside of the kind of horrendous like two to three match story mode that they have in there, which is it doesn't even satisfy as an arcade mode. Um, Survival mode has like four different levels, and you have like your easy, which is like ten matches, and they're they're all single round matches. Um, so you either did, did you know like win or not. Um, and so the the ten on ten on easy is okay, or and then you go to normal, and normal still kind of feels like easy um, for the first twenty five of thirty levels that you're supposed to do or thirty fights. And then for some reason okay. at 26, um, Ryu decides that now he's going to play for real <laughs> and proceeds to just beat me into the ground. And the few times that I've gotten past Ryu, uh, Zangief, who I actually found out is actually Zangief, which kind of blew my mind. Um, Wait, is that how they pronounce it in the game? That is how they pronounce it in the game, Zangief. That's, that's blasphemous. I have to, it, it, I, I have to believe what, that's an error. I 100% agree, but you know, <laughs> for years it was Ryu, so I don't I don't have any legs to stand on as far as the way it's supposed to look or the way it's supposed to sound. But no, so uh, otherwise I run into the Russian tornado, and he takes me out. Or the two times that my dear sweet Laura has gotten past Zangief and, and has cleared Russian airspace. Um, the very next one is Nash, and Nash takes absolutely no prisoners. And I'm like, why at 26 do I have to get through? Because the moment you lose, it's over. You start again at one. That's right. Yeah. And it's like, why? You easily could have made this just yeah, like seriously. the other 25 levels. You could have just, just give me my damn colors. Let me be done with this. But no. So that's that's what I'm struggling with right now. It's the the struggle itself won't really influence the review at all. And once I'm done with the two that I'm currently like writing right, ooh, hi dogs. Once I'm done with the, the two that I'm currently writing at the moment, um, I I have enough to 
because I know what I want to say about Street Fighter, because it's kind of what everybody said about Street Fighter. It's Street Fighter. It's fantastic in what they've released and what they have, and it's like, hey, you know, we're still waiting. Um, but yeah, man, man, that survival mode. Freaking Ryu at 26, he just starts it off, and I don't know if it's now just like a mental block where I hit 26 and suddenly, like, I, you know, my, I start sweating and, like, my, my palms go all clammy and stuff, so I don't know. But we'll see. Our, my son is currently drawing with a fry. Henry, what are you doing? Eating. No, this, he's, he's going Vincent Van Gogh with this fry and this barbecue sauce, and I, oh, I'm going to have to straighten this out. <laughs> I yeah I don't know he's staring intently at the point the little spot here and then yeah and drawing up a... yeah I don't know what he's doing sorry this is the life of the two year old in real time that's all right oh, it's good it's it's real life yeah this don't is, worry this about is it absolutely real life. <laughs> So, as far as stuff that is to come, stuff that's not in Street Fighter, is is all of it going to be, like, require you to pay for it? Is there stuff that they're planning for free? What, so, as of right now, that? it's not paid for. And supposedly the first set of extra characters that are coming out, um, I want to say there's, like, four to six of them. Um, within the next month or two, I want to say, um, are possibly with the March update that's going to bring the rest of the functionality to Street Fighter V. Mm-hmm. That's free. Um, I surely hope for Capcom's sake that at least this first batch is because of their ability to, to put out these super ultra mega Street Fighters uh, within months of each other and go, oh, hey, well, this one's a charge too. Right. Um, I, I still have not gotten over the uh, Ultra Marvel versus Capcom fiasco. When uh, Marvel versus Capcom three was released six months later, Ultra was uh, released um, as a fully charged version on top of it. It now is no longer even supported. So, Arr, Capcom. Uh, Ultra or the original isn't supported, or n- neither supported. Uh, neither is currently supported right now. Okay, gotcha. So it, it, it is. It is amazing that they still actually play it in tournaments and it's still it's as big as it is um even though it's it's totally awesome um but the the amazing part of it is is the fact that there's no longer getting patches they're no longer there's nothing like going on with it at all it's merely a it, it is just the community that's keeping that thing alive okay yeah huh hmm. interesting yeah it's too bad because i when four came out it it fit my needs because I'm the kind of person that picks up a fighting game. I'll play through, you know, story mode with each character, play with my friends split screen for a while and then forget about it. But I feel like this, it doesn't even have that much of what I want. If if that's what you want in it, you do not want to pick it up yet. You want to wait because it's not going to meet that. It's not going to meet those needs yet. I've played through the, the meager story mode with everybody that's in there. Um, and at most, you are participating in three fights. They're all one-round fights. They're all at, like, the easiest difficulty possible. Um, and it's merely a way to, like, earn fight money and get, like, the extra car- the extra costume unlocked in story mode. So it almost serves, like, no purpose whatsoever. Um, the 
they have these pre-rendered like little cutscenes, um, uh, and they're pre-renders it as in their like their their drawings, um, and they look they look very nice um, art wise, um, and it it, mm-hmm. it even shows a couple of characters that are not in the main game. Like uh, at one point, Sea um, Viper shows up in somebody's story. Um, DiCaprio uh, is in um, Cammy's story uh, as somebody she's trying to help. Uh, but and then you get into weird like story ones like Fang, um, one of the new characters that that they made for Street Fighter Four or Street Fighter Five, and his story is literally two fights, both against M Bison. <laughs> what a riveting that, story like, that is! Yeah, like it's he shows he as an assassin, he shows up to kill M Bison. He tries the first time, can't understand why his powers aren't working on him tries a second time, and then M. Bison is like, oh, you've shown yourself to be strong. You can join Shadow Lou. And he's like, oh, <laughs> yes, your power is overwhelming. I need to join you because I have to live. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, that's so bad. It's a, I, I hope it sounds like that. Right? It, it, it does. I am not doing uh, the... I am not doing the fantastically, like horrid Chinese accent that, that uh, Fang is putting on enough credit. Oh, I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It would only have been better if, like, if, if it was the dude from, uh, if it was the old dude from the, go- from, uh, the Golden Child who uh, told him to go get the knife. If it was that guy, <laughs> that would have made that role 100% better. Nice. Very nice. But yeah, that's you know, it's Street Fighter Five. What, what do we expect? Apparently, the fighting, the fighting's awesome. Um, the matchmaking still kind of a problem, but at least when you get on there, they're using something um, good as far as the netcode goes for trying to keep things even. Um, they still have to figure out their ranking system because as of right now. Um, if you rage quit, you do you are not penalized. So hmm. you have to wonder whenever you fight somebody who's of high rank, if they just you know if you beat them once and they suddenly just quit out, they're like, oh okay, well obviously they you don't know how much they've won or lost because it doesn't count it if you do that. Hmm. Yeah, well then maybe I will go online then because <laughs> <laughs> right. my way to, to, to pride. Oh man. Yeah, no, I, I, I've always never, I've, for online stuff like that, it's just too tense for me, I just can't do it. Um, I get way too nervous. Um, but, uh, yeah, well, interesting. I, I just find it fascinating, that and, like, Destiny, where it's like, this is interesting that you pop this out, but, you know, all right, I'll roll with it, you know, <laughs> that sort of a thing, where it's like, you know, you can see why, yeah, you know, for tournaments and stuff. But, I mean, if they didn't have that fan base built in, like, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> like, there's no story. And that's it. that's the thing that, like, for me, at least from my point of view, makes what they did a little bit more acceptable um, than what Destiny did as far as releasing without, like, content. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Destiny kind of release stuff and that was what you had 
And they were like, hey, the raid's coming, but outside of that, you had no expectation um, for kind of what was coming down the line. Mm-hmm. And Street Fighter V, I mean, for the people that were following it, knew kind of what the, the state it was coming out in, and they made it clear that they were doing it because they they needed to get that part of, like, the season started um, so that the Capcom Cup and everything could continue kind of unabated with the new stuff because that's kind of what was promised. Um, and the, the fighting game itself, that portion of it, is great. It's the rest of the stuff around the game, the stuff that's not, like, the, the tournament stuff, where it, it falls apart a little on everybody. But then, mm-hmm. at the same time, they've also, they've got, you know, they've got a stated plan out there. Like, the, um, the challenge mode and the shop that are on the main screen right now that are grayed out, if you click on them, they're like, hey... This will be available in March. Mm-hmm. So, like, right on the screen, right there, they're telling you when it's coming. They've already said they've got a, a new, uh, you know, set of new characters that are coming at that time too. Um, that they're planning on rolling out like a, a larger, more robust story mode in like June or July. So, while it's it doesn't necessarily forgive the package that they did release for sixty dollars. Um, I'm happy to see that at least that they have a plan going forward for how to, how, on how to make their product better. So at least somebody who's following it, if they're like, I don't want to invest in this right now, can be like, okay, around June or July when this rolls out, when the stuff I want is there, then I can go ahead and feel confident in my purchase that it's got everything that I, that I want to have at that price point. Mm-hmm. So Do I you feel think it would have been... Uh-huh. Do you think it would have been more successful, um, or not, not more successful, but more acceptable from people if they had maybe launched at a lower price and then said, hey, you know, all this other stuff is coming in a season pass or something? Uh, no. Okay. Well, okay. If it would have come out at a lower price, yes. If they would have tied up, like, essential things like the challenge mode um, into a season pass, I, that part would have been unacceptable. Because okay. that challenge mode in Street Fighter 4, I mean, for people who um, either don't have access to or don't know um, how to kind of dig into the fighting game community as it is to find things like combos um, or to find things like uh, like how how characters are supposed to work or how they're intended to work, those challenge rooms were essential to that. It was another part of that like kind of training piece um, where if you wanted to devote the time, you could become a better player uh, almost on your own, because it would show you how things were supposed to look, uh, how combos were supposed to run together, um, the types of things you could do with their tech to push that stuff forward. Um, so for that to roll out as a... as For that not to be there at the beginning, um, but to be promised as free that it's coming because they know it's part of the game, is one thing. If they were to say, hey, this is what we're releasing for 40 bucks, and this is going to be tied up in something else that's paid for... I, I think that would have left a really kind of a worse taste in somebody's mouth because that already points to Capcom um, monetizing the future um, rather than creating this... Um, uh, <clears throat> and the word escapes me right now. Oh, there's creating this platform that they want Street Fighter V to be. Mm-hmm. So they need, okay. they need that foundation set and then they get to build on top of that. But until you have the... Okay. The, the game portion set of everything that you need in there for um, the person who is not the tournament fighter, but for the, you know, for that casual person who's going to pick up Street Fighter V, I don't think you can 
justify charging more on top of it. You know, at the end of the year or, or, or further down the line where they're rolling out more and more characters to continue to build upon the platform, um, that's the kind of stuff that where you say, hey, you know, for five, ten bucks, we have this roster of six or however many characters that are rolling out. That at that point, yeah, absolutely, because then you're you're adding to something that is not the base game, but the things that they're getting ready to add are are absolutely like base game essentials. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I don't know. This this is not my wheelhouse or, or world at all. So just pure curiosity. <laughs> I love, and like right now, Winter Brawl is going on. That's a, a tournament in Philly. Okay. And I I love watching these dudes play because it's stuff that, like, I'm having trouble in normal survival mode with a computer Ryu who is not even, like, at the top of the AI whooping my ass, like, left and right. And these guys are fighting with, like, the best in the world. Mm-hmm. And they're yeah, doing stuff at like a like a clip and seeing things and able to react to stuff like a top athlete would react to things. And I just that thing just blows my mind and I love watching it and I love being able to appreciate that on such a grand scale. Mm-hmm. So while it's not like playing at that level is not like my thing at all, um being able to participate in that level even in kind of just even a viewership capacity has made the whole thing kind of closer to me okay very cool very cool I, as I said though that that world is just not that's not mine <laughs> oh no totally and I completely understand yeah. that like it takes it takes a level of time Sorry, I have children talking to me. <laughs> so, do you think you'll uh, pick up Street Fighter Five, Nick? Or you know, I don't know. Or... I yeah, I don't know. I I need to see what the June stuff looks like, really, um, okay. to really know. Um, I, I'm always so hit or miss with fighting games. Like I enjoy them, but in on my own level. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, and it was such a different thing because 4 came out and it had been so long since the last one and I was in college at that point, too. So, like, you know, with people around in the dorms and everything, like, people, friends of mine who didn't really even play video games all the time were like, you know, oh, man, you've got the new Street Fighter and they would, you know, come to my dorm and we would all play for, you know, hours and hours and hours. But now that I'm just kind of out here in the Bay, you know, I've got buddies, but it's not the dorms, you know, so. Right. We'll see. Oh, yeah, with, I mean, with the way that package is now, I would get nothing out of it the way I play fighting games. Because like, I play against the computer by myself and you know, keep, right. keep the Ethernet cable out of the console to just avoid any possibility of me fighting another person. Um, but it's, it's, it's also something it where it's like... It plays with my nerves too much. At this point, Street Fighter is so ubiquitous that if you were to have a party and you were to have friends over and you go, hey, I'm going to put this on, somebody's going to want to grab that controller. Because everybody at least knows what Street Fighter is. <laughs> so, and, and like, the, yeah. the, the mechanics of it... No, it's crazy. I mean... Yeah. Well, you won't, you won't necessarily be able to pull off a dragon punch your first time, 
It's like people know what it does and what it's supposed to look like, and they know that, you know, you throw fireballs, and that's the kind of thing that happens. So that's I, I totally get the, like the, the physical like kind of dorm side of that completely. Yeah, that was a Street Fighter Four definitely had like a, um, a bigger impact in my life than I thought it would. I kind of just picked it up, just you know, on a whim, uh, and then it turned into this thing that we did every Friday and or Saturday night for like, you know, a semester. Um, it was pretty crazy. And it's fun when you've got friends like that. And so, you know, you just compete against each other and you know each other's skill levels. Whereas like, yeah, I, I even tried going online so that I could, you know, get better and, and beat the crap out of my friends. But it was, yeah, it was a rough experience. It was like when I tried Dota. I mean, it was the same kind of thing where I was just like, yeah, I'm, my... I'm not built for this. <laughs> Mentally, yeah, I yeah, cannot no. take this. <laughs> it's just uh, not for me. Yeah, I love can. all the people who can, but nope. I just no, I can't. I just Especially can't. At the I can't play like, any I, of the I, games where people can make money playing them competitively. Yeah, not That's at that level. <laughs> I, I I played some um, uh, Heroes of the Storm, and for the time commitment that that requires, that's fine. Yeah, for I 10 actually, or 15 minutes, I can function okay. Yeah, that was one where I was like, okay, I see the appeal, and I'm also not, um, I don't feel like I'm doing bad, and I'm not being told every five seconds that I'm bad. You know, like, I was exactly. actually having fun doing it. and that. So I actually did latch on to Heroes of the Storm for a while, um, and that is the closest... Besides actually yeah. Destiny, that's the closest to like actually enjoying a competitive online game that I've gotten in, in quite a while, because they do make it so easy. Yeah, that, that the, uh, the, the Heroes experience is definitely a, is, and, and especially kind of in dropping in and, and checking out those, you know, like kind of when the new characters come up. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to see what it's about, like that's the kind of casual thing that I could, that, that, I, that I could be down with, because I don't have to kind of put that much into it to get that much stuff out of it and especially with destiny too like the, the competitive nature of that isn't really or the competitive part of that isn't my thing but the the cooperative part of it and just you know kind of seeing what's what's under the hood and what they're working with is really cool yeah especially coming from like a big kind of like an mmo background like i did so mm-hmm. that 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 stuff that like seeing how all that works and how everything gets together and kind of works in this new world is neat but it's also kind of grow like allowed my appreciation for things like dota to grow mm-hmm. um as far as the knowing the complexities that go into it and knowing like hey i know what goes into doing something easy now i can see what they're doing when they're doing something much harder uh but it has also cemented my belief that there's no way in hell i'm ever picking that up it's just not gonna happen <laughs> yeah no i uh yeah well i lived with uh one of my roommates uh, back in the Seattle days uh, is one of those guys who's got, like, thousands of hours played in Dota 2 and stuff, and I kept trying to get into it and just couldn't. But, like, you know, now that I've, you know, kind of watched him and played Heroes of the Storm, I do tune into the the international every year, at least for the finals, because it is pretty, um, you know, as someone who does also watch sports, um, it's a pretty riveting and dramatic thing that does not exist in video games anywhere else right now. I I think the streaming of those events is some of the coolest stuff that's on the internet right now. 
Yeah, um, absolutely. I, I have watched um, Counter-Strike events. Oh, I bet that's that fascinating. It is. It, like, have, especially having started, like, with absolutely zero understanding of what the hell is going on um, to try and kind of pick it up and, to, and you know, slowly over a couple of months just kind of figure out, like, what they're doing and what the whole thing is. Like, watching the teams vie over the same maps, kind of doing the same things every time, but having, like, so much ride on, like, personal Twitch skill and knowing, like, what uh, what buyouts you need to do and trying to control yeah. the person's economy and things. Oh, man. Just, there's so much that goes into it. And just being able to watch that, or even something just as crazy as, like, um, when they do the uh, the Games Done Quick marathons. Like mm-hmm. the 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 streaming, the, the 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 sharing rather that people are able to do now, um, with kind of what makes them happy and being able to to kind of go out and and make money and make a living at that, like that's really flipping cool. Mm-hmm. I realized uh, I lied. The actual most recent awesome online competitive game I've played is Rocket League. I can't believe I forgot that. Um, <laughs> It's just like, man, that was a big oversight right there. Uh, <laughs> Kyle sent me a he sent me a tweet today, and he was like, "Hey Brian, see you in Rocket League soon." And apparently they're having that, a yeah. Batmobile DLC come out, and I'm like, "Man, yeah, you know me so well." <laughs> that's that's pretty funny. That's that's what it takes to get me involved in car soccer. <laughs> yeah, Rocket League was something else, man. That was something where like. Who knew in 2015? And I don't know how it figured into your guys. Um, I read the articles but didn't um, listen to your Game of the Year podcast last year. I apologize, apologies. But um, uh, Rocket League was like, who knew in 2015 that we would come out at the end being like, yeah, car soccer. Like, right? All right. Like, it just was totally. But Especially when that, like, they had kind of pulled the same thing a number of years before and it went nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's called like crazy motor soccer. Yeah, crazy motor flipping soccer. Or something. Yeah. yeah. Something to that effect, yeah. Like for them to kind of go all in on kind of the gamble but a little better, but throw it in to the, the PS Plus promo so that people can just pick it up for free to get into it. Like that brilliant, absolutely brilliant maneuver. Yeah, and I, it's a supersonic acrobatic rocket-powered battle car. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. I'd like to see what the marketing team that... <laughs> rocket League works a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yep. uh, gosh. But, yeah, I mean, I that was a game where I totally... I mean, I remember leaving the controller with my brother while I went away to do something, and he, like minutes later in the middle of his first match was just like can we just do this for the rest of the day and I was like yeah <laughs> yeah we totally can <laughs> you know like it's just that's just how it goes yeah um, that was definitely a huge surprise last year and I don't know if we're in for something like that this year but I mean I guess who am I to say it's going to be a surprise so whatever yeah, so yeah, far say, we, we never know tight. about those uh, before they come out so who, who knows yeah I was just looking at um, the my golden reference every year, even after uh, being in video game news, the year in video gaming Wikipedia page. Uh, yep. was, oh, God, it's fantastic. Yeah. This is the best resource ever. Um, it is. I was looking at 2016 in relation for, in, in preparation for recording this. Um, 
and yeah, I was like, oh yeah, okay, um, stuff's coming up, but like, you know, there's nothing that like, I don't know, it, there's going to have to be a big surprise this year at this point, or something that comes out at E3, because otherwise I feel like, so, okay, a super hot game of the year, we can all go home. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Right? Yeah. It's already been decided. I can throw a baseball bat at a dude carrying a katana, pick up his katana, jump over a car, slice another dude, pick up his gun, and shoot another guy. So, whatever. But, <laughs> um, where do you, I mean, I'm sure you said you already talked about it, so I'm sorry, but I'm genuinely curious because I am looking through this list and like, like yeah, Dark Souls 3 is coming out in April, so of course that's going to be a big day for me. But otherwise... Like what? What else are you guys excited for? Like what's coming out in this year now? That what should I be excited for, Jonathan? What should I be excited for in 2016? What What should you be excited? I, I'm I'm excited for a lot of things this year. Um, okay. the the more I think about it, actually, the just the more excited I get about this year. Um, it's it's looking like it's gonna be a, a stellar year. So let let me pull up my Steam wish list and my Amazon <laughs> wish list here. <laughs> because um, I've started compiling these things. So obviously it's it's already been a great year. We've not only like super hot, which I've I've bought in the uh, process of this podcast. So uh, hopefully I'll be able to <laughs> talk about that on the, the next episode. Yes. <laughs> uh, but uh, beyond that, uh, The Witness, Oxenfree, Firewatch, uh, a lot of really great games already coming out this year. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider on PC. Uh, but for like the rest of the year, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of interested in Hitman. I'm really interested in the new Deus Ex and, uh, oh, new right. Homefront. Um, so yeah, Deus Ex, uh, Mankind Deus Ex. Divided, uh, yeah. uh, Homefront, The Revolution. Then there's the new Mafia game that's coming out. Mafia Oh, that's 3. coming that's out too. pretty cool. Dang. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so obviously Uncharted 4 is coming out this year. The new Ratchet and Clank, um, Possibly Horizon Zero Dawn is coming out this year. No Man's Sky, uh, oh, Dishonored no Man's Sky. Two may come out this year. Like it's, I don't know. Like this year, it, just from right now, of the stuff that, not including all the stuff that hasn't been announced yet, this year looks like it's just gonna be great. So. Oh, and I just realized before Mikhail uh, hate tweets me later. Um, Persona Five is coming out this year. Yeah, well, he, he yep. forgot about it in the first episode, so yeah. it, it's okay that you almost forgot about Man, it as well. Man, but I shouldn't have, because <laughs> Persona 4 is one of the best games of all time, so, um, man, yeah, so that, no, okay, I'm hyped for 2016 now, thank you, I just, Super Hot was so awesome, I was like, you pack the year in, man, it's over, we got it, <laughs> shooting and slamming, jumping over cars, this is on rock, no need, no need, it's all, it's all done, um, what are you guys thinking about? So, once every once in a while, a multiplayer-focused game comes out that like my friends all buy it, so I buy it. You know what I mean? And the division is turning into that game for me. And I'm wondering yeah. if you guys played the open beta and what? Because like literally all my friends are are super pumped about it. Just just super pumped. And I I don't know. So I why are the they, okay, Why are they good. super pumped about it? Because I played the beta. And yeah. I'm I, out of so we did uh, the last time we talked, not we, but I mean like the the, the podcast talked. It mm-hmm. was like it was me, Jonathan, and Joel, and we'd all spoken about this beta. And I was the only one who was kind of interested. The other two were like, "No, it's not their kind of game," which I totally yeah. get because it is 
it, it is going to meet a very specific need. Mm-hmm. But though I want to know what is in the head of those people that that got to play that and went, I am so excited for what this is. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, uh, it's, it was interesting. Yeah, because I, I played the open beta, and of course I played with those friends who like then immediately were like, like texted me the Monday after the beta was over and were like, pre-ordered the gold edition, BTW. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Um, I do have to like just give a... Uh, the disclosure there is that a lot of these friends were also my friends on Destiny, and in the time since I left Dark Station, uh, I did become something of a hardcore raider in Destiny, though I joined long after it, they'd actually like kind of fixed it. Um, and I think what is getting some of these people is, because now Destiny is back to sucking again, uh, that that valley has has come back around and yeah, um, <laughs> it's dipped again. Uh, it's such a it's such a fascinating thing. But um, so that's come back around. So I think a lot of people are latching onto this because it, you know, it's a shooter w- that feels kind of good. It's certainly not the best feeling third person shooter I've ever played. At least in the beta, um, it felt yeah. a little slow uh, to me. Yes, and. Um, you know, you shoot dudes and numbers come out, and you can equip stuff, and it's like, and people are just like, "Yeah, Destiny yeah, sucks." Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, the division now—that's our thing. And like now, there's, and there's, you know? and there's nothing about that that has been that was like, well, these guys are doing a lot of stuff right that Destiny didn't do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and I'm and looking at it, it's like you know we still have pretty much a silent protagonist. Um, hopefully, there's some more story stuff that they weren't showing. Uh, you know, like the it's all shooting people with numbers come out, and the the thought the the promise of it kind of gets me excited. Um, in that, it, if it does uh, get into a lot of the things that Destiny didn't do right the first time, and I think it has the potential to be pretty like a, a pretty cool thing. Um, but at the same time, there was nothing in that beta that was like, and and you know, at the like. When you think of a beta the way it should be, there really shouldn't have been anything in the beta that got me super pumped as it was, like, really just a test. Right, um, but that's a beta yeah. a month before the but game is, comes is, out. Exactly. That's, that's not a beta. This exactly. is very much like yeah. a, that is a hype point. tool. Yeah, this is a, this is a beta, <laughs> and this is a, a kind of a long-term demo, or even a short-term demo for what they gave out. And it was like, there was nothing really in the, uh, and especially in thinking about it again, there was nothing really in the abilities that got me super pumped. Um, they didn't really show me anything um, kind of future-wise that was going to be like, hey, you know, this is going to be a really neat or really viable thing, or what is this going to look like at uh, 20 that I'm not seeing at level 8? Like, mm-hmm. what what else is this going to offer? How big is this thing going to be? What are you guys going to do? And, and it's just none of that stuff was there and there's no really reason there's no real reason that they could put it there but it's it's a game that asks you to take a lot on faith mm-hmm. that either your you and your group are going to really like it um, or you've kind of bought into this thing again that just doesn't pan out right away yeah and it's like the way some of my friends are talking about it and this is you know absolutely no offense to them at all but and but like some of the behavior I've seen online too about this game is it's just like you know, there are just enough people out there that will buy, you know, whatever experience-driven shooter there is, whatever Tom Clancy game there is, where I feel like, 
the closer the game is getting to release, the more people are just like, well, of course I'm picking up this game. And it's like, well, it's 2016. Like, it's the online game. Like, we need to slow down here and think about this. And, like, you know, because there's a whole other thing with that game where they've got the the dark zone, right, where you go and you, like, I don't even know what you do. I was just running around in there and it was empty, and I was like, okay, and then logged off. But, like, you, just, you like, it's supposed to be kind of free-form PvP, right? Like, if you run into dudes, you can kill them or not. Yep. And then leave, and, like, yeah. I can't I can't make my own fun in a PvP context. I mean, I've already yeah. shared that I'm not super into that kind of stuff, so, like, it needs to tell me killed this guy you know yeah and, and, and so like for what i understand is is it's 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 almost like they decided to to take like the tense part of things like oh man what was the what was the the arma mod that grew into the zombie thing daisy, daisy. yeah they, they they wanted to take kind of the tense part of daisy of the not knowing whether or not the person that you're running into is going to help you or harm you um, you know that you roll in with a group of friends. Um, they, that's where all like a lot of the um, kind of uh, elite mobs are um, for you to take down and get extra loot off of, and then the, to build that tenseness through, uh, you know, you having to extract your items because they're contaminated, and then in that extraction period, this is where you are running into other teams who are coming to the extraction point too. And are they good? Are they bad? Are they going to go rogue? You know. Um, and it's like, I, there are, I, I, there are a bunch of people that I watched that were really into that. And I'm, I'm still that kind of person that I just don't know why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause it just, it doesn't, that does, that story doesn't do anything for me. I get it. I know why it's supposed to do something. Um, but it just, it doesn't flip that switch. So that's a full, a, that's a full half of the game or, or however much that that's going to be that I'm just rarely going to participate in because I just don't, I don't care for that experience. Mm-hmm. So already it's like, that's kind of a mark against it for me. So that means that the rest of it has to be stellar in order for it to carry on that same, you know, that same stuff. Like with destiny, at least the, the stuff that I wasn't really interested in wasn't that huge. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm in the way, Brie. It wasn't that big. Like, I don't care about their PvP. I don't care about the Iron Banner stuff or any of the stuff that they roll out for that. Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't bother me because I can always just do more dungeons. Or I can always just, you know, like, do stuff and continue to better myself that way without having to worry about the rest of that crap. Um, but with this, this seems like it's a very... Um, you know, like, it's kind of a part of what they want to, like, they want to try and tell, and I just don't know where where it's going to go. There's so many questions about this that I... I I admire. I both admire and I'm scared for the people that are super psyched for this, mm-hmm. because I admire them because they are able to hold on to something that just seems so fleeting to me, and and like put so much of themselves into it, and then super scared that if it doesn't come out right, that it is just going to be like negativity heaped upon negativity. Yeah, <laughs> like oh Definitely. god, Ubisoft did it again. <laughs> Well, they're they're already basically crying that because of the the graphical difference between the um, you know the original footage of the game and and what's actually out now. And the, there's a guy that I worked with who was uh, 
before the open beta was out, he was talking about it constantly at work. And I'm like, have you seen the game recently? Like, it doesn't doesn't look like it did three years ago. And he was like, what are you talking about? It looks exactly like that. I'm like, no, no, it doesn't. And so I brought up, like, the original trailer and some footage from the previous, like, closed beta. I think it was a press event or something like that. And he, he's just sitting there, and he's like, Jonathan, I wish you had never shown me that. You're a terrible <laughs> person. <laughs> um, and it's I, I find it kind of humorous just because, I mean, all, all games, or not all games, most games, you know, when, when they're first announced and that footage that's shown, that's, that's not the actual game. That's either that's pre-render stuff made to look like the actual game, or that's such a small slice of the game on su- such a souped-up computer that it's... It's their, It's what they hope the game will look like, but yeah. that's not the game. It's Watch Dogs all over again. Yeah. Um, and I, I find that kind of humorous that, that people are still getting upset over that. Uh, the thing about the, the Dark Zone that kind of um, disappointed me was it felt like the... I don't know, the opportunity for tension of, you know, will this person turn on me or not... Uh, that that never really arose out of just kind of running through the mostly barren, uh, excuse me, uh, city streets. That's totally my uh, experience I, too. Yeah, what I what I thought the experience was going to be was that you would be like you know either randomly matched or if you had a party of people, then you would basically be put into the dark zone where you have a mission to complete, and it's like you need to go in and do this, and when you're picking up loot, um, you know obviously you know, it's contaminated or whatever. You don't just get it; you have to extract it. But basically, you have an objective, and you're working closely with a group of you know three or four people. And then that person, one of those people on your team could turn on you. And I feel like if they were on your team, you know, and like the game told you they were on your team, uh, it would make it, I don't know, not, I don't want to say worse, but just that much more tense that Mm -hmm. they turned on you. Um, Still, it's not a a mode that I I really want to play. I I played it for, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes, uh, just kind of running around the, the whole area. Uh, I did not go below into the like the subway area because I heard that was where the really difficult people were, and I was by myself, so I didn't want to. I didn't want to face that. Yeah, uh. <laughs> yeah, and it's and that's you know I really think on paper some of that stuff sounds really cool, but like we've seen time and time again when when the coolness in a game relies on other real people playing a certain way for it to work, you know, yep. there's going to yeah. be very varying experiences where some people will think this is the best game ever made and some people are going to be like, this is complete trash. Like, nothing yeah. interesting happens over here. Indeed. Yeah. Because who knows who is actually going to, you know, and, you know, what kind of trolling is going to happen. The other thing about The Division is it's, I'm going to be out of town for a week right after it comes out. So if I do get it by the time yes, I Yes, you're going to come in at a little bit it, of a level disadvantage. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be trolled by dudes all up and down the dark zone. You know, it'll yep. just be I run past city block, sniper shot rings out, I and lose all my with, stuff. And especially with the dark zone being a separate kind of level set. So when you, you know, even if you spend all that time outside doing all this stuff, when you walk into the dark zone, you were still like level one dark zone. 
Yeah. Yeah. I found I I think that really only relates to what you can open though because I, I think mean, it you does still too, have your but, abilities. You know. Um cuz uh, it doesn't like yeah, it doesn't disable. It. You don't have like dark zone abilities that you can only use in the dark zone from what I saw anyway. Dark zone abilities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably the game of all the 2016 games we've talked about where I do not know how reviews could go, and I'm really interested to see what yeah, happens. And, and sadly, because of the kind of game it is, there's there, this is going to be another one of those where there's none available, like day of. Yeah, because there's just there's nothing. I, I would be surprised if if uh, if we even got anything short of like a couple days early, um, just because like there's there's nothing you could possibly say uh, day of with the you know the way the servers are going to work or the way the communities are going to interact with each other, where the way things are going to be set once kind of put, it's put into that live environment. Um, yeah, I don't trust, I wouldn't trust a day one review of this nope. kind of game because, you know, we learned with Diablo 3 and all and all games that followed it, like, you know, yeah, you could just have an experience that's totally rotten. Yeah, that is a different beast. Like, yeah, it's like, it's, it's it, these games especially where... Um, that kind of provisional review thing that Polygon does, um, I, I think really kind of fits the best because you can give an initial impression and say, hey, this is what it looks like right now, but you know what? We're holding off on this because we don't know what the rest of this is going to turn out to look like. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I can't slap a score on it and say, hey, it, you, you will definitely have this kind of experience if I don't even know what kind of experience I'm having at the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, that's definitely, to me, at least <clears throat> front half of the year, um, that is absolutely the game that is all questions at the moment. Yeah. Most definitely. Lots of questions. Yeah, I, um, it was kind of weird. Playing the, the open beta, I became much more confident that I, I felt like you know, whether or not it's great when it comes out, I felt like there was a solid base to the game. Uh, I felt like it was it was well made, and that it, it kind of knew what it was it was trying to be. It just I don't want to play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll see. I'd actually, what... I, I think I've said this multiple times now, but it, it reminded me a lot of Alpha Protocol. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. a deep cut. I like that. I and that's saying that I I loved Alpha Protocol, just not the part where you fought people um and this was only the pot part that you fought people so i still have to finish alpha protocol i never did it is a uh it's a, i i don't know that's one of those games where i love that game it's got so many issues it's not it's, it's not good but it's great flawed masterpiece <laughs> yes i have a my my experience with Alpha Protocol was pretty unique, where it, it came out, I think, the day before I um, moved to Japan. Uh, or pre-orders came up when I moved to Japan. Um, and I was like, yeah, Super Spy, Obsidian, it's got my money. So I pre-ordered it. Um, I moved to Japan, and situations conspired where I, I didn't have... Um, internet for three weeks after I moved to Japan. Um, so I was waiting, waiting, waiting for the internet to come in 
it finally comes in and and this whole time that whole three week period um you know I was working really hard I was doing stuff like um setting up a bank account buying all this furniture all this other stuff so I didn't read any reviews but for the whole three weeks I was like oh man alpha protocol like as soon as I get the internet I'm going to download that and I'm going to play it just for the whole weekend and <laughs> when I finally got it oh I was a little disappointed. I, d- I don't think I played longer than like two hours before I uh, just kept playing Red Dead Redemption, I think, was what I did. I was like, yeah, this is, never mind. It's <laughs> a better use of my time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was my experience with Alpha Protocol. But, every bit, you know, there's been a lot of really good uh, pieces written about how it was ahead of its time and the the things it did astoundingly well and I think every once in a while I think you know what I need to just go back and and do that but my backlog especially at this point February 2016 is already several miles long so I mean I'm I'm not going to get yep. to it anytime yep. soon Yeah I don't I don't even know why I got to Alpha Protocol at whatever point in time that I did I just I I played it and I I fell in love with it it's it's great uh, but it's also really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I love games like that. Those are great. Uh, all right. Uh, anything else that you're you're kind of looking forward to for the year, whether it's uh, video games or or anything else um, in particular? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, obviously, there's a new Dark Souls coming out. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, I also I don't know how this is going to play with this crowd, but um, Kanye just announced that his new album is probably going to be about video games, which I'd be pretty excited about those two things joining and seeing what what comes of that. Um, He said his new album is called TurboGrafx-16, and he loves Spy Hunter, so we'll see. I'm pretty excited about that. That would be very interesting. I want him to sort of rant about video games all the time. That that man. (laughs) That that man. (laughs) But can you think about all the stuff he's made songs about and if he had an album entirely about 80s video games? Like, I just think that would be pretty cool. Like, if anybody could do it and get some sort of uh, anything else but, like, an eye-roll response, it would be him. But then at the same time, like, any kind of self-promotion that he would do for that would generate the eye-roll response. Yeah, that's true. So it's like, man... What are you like? What are you doing, man? Yep. Oh, Kanye. <laughs> he's like he's like some sort of weird, like, future avatar. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, if you could, if you could just like, like, take crazy and create like an amino acid goo from it and grow a person and imbue that crazy with like enough sentience just for it to think that it was what everything should be like that's him and I don't know how you get to that point in life but like there, there are equal parts of me that are like you know what good on him for just fucking running with it and then the, like the, the same other part is just like dude you don't get to call yourself a creative genius that is a title other people bestow upon you. You don't get to go out there and say, well, you know, like I'm 50% more inspiring than anybody else who's ever lived. Like, what? <laughs> Who says this? 
The same guy who said last night, my boy Molly actually had a Neo, G- Neo Geo in real life, bro. Yeah, exactly. That's what he tweeted last night. I don't know how many people he knew who figuratively had Neo Geos, but I guess it's a lot of people. I saw. There like, was actually, a... in real life, bro, he had this Neo Geo. <laughs> there, was a great, there was a great tweet, and I don't know who said it at one point, um, but it was in regards to him, and it was like, I think Kanye only gets access to the internet in short bursts. And so his Twitter is just everything he has to say at the moment he has to say it because he doesn't know when he'll get to talk again. That sounds about right. <laughs> that sounds about right. Oh, man. Oh, that guy. Uh, but that's what that's I'm looking forward to in 2016 anyway. <laughs> right? I'll play a new Dark Souls. I'll probably play a new Persona. Um, yeah, and then maybe Kanye will rap about Spy Hunter, and we'll all be better off. And we'll, we'll all be <laughs> at the end of things. We yeah. will uh, we have heard the, the word of Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, on Spy Hunter. And, and, uh, real and I'll life have listened to my first Kanye West album That's right. ever. Uh, yep. Maybe. I'm not sure about that one. That, that's still up in the air. We'll see. Cool. I'll ask you guys first. <laughs> you've 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 heard you've heard your the only Conway song that will ever matter to you, jo- uh, Jonathan, in the, in power, um, the, yep. jumping out in, in yep. yeah Saints Row Three. That's yep. that is your Kanye song. That is it. That is that is my Kanye <laughs> song. That is correct. Uh, that is a. I only know you know like thirty seconds of lyrics from that song because that's the only 30 seconds I've ever heard but those 30 seconds while jumping out of a helicopter and shooting everybody in a penthouse that is a is strong 30 fantastic. seconds it is. play that in the background while I play super hot <laughs> that, and just yeah. turn it off turn it off right at the end when you get the super hot, hot. super hot <laughs> that, that actually I think that sounds like it would be pretty good. Somebody needs to make a mod of that, where it's just anytime you're moving, uh, power plays, right. and when he stop, it the music stops. Yeah, well, there's no music. Awesome, yet. that would look like. At least none yet. Oh, <laughs> uh, and just everything stops. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. And then when it shows you that final clip just of runs. just the whole thing in real time, you just hear the song. That's great! Oh man, somebody do this. I need to, I need to learn how to make mods. You gotta man. mod that in, yeah, asap. Somebody do this. <laughs> Let's see, Google, how how do you mod things? Right. Uh, that's oh yeah, that's man. We've been coming up with great ideas in this episode. I'm not gonna tell you the other great ideas that we've had. You'll just have to listen to the other episodes of I'm excited. Uh, Darkcast 200. But we we've, we've had some good ideas come out of this episode. It's it's pretty fantastic. I believe it. So um, well, I- any other thoughts before we uh we call it a show? No, not much beyond just thanks for having me back. It was fun to chat with you guys again, just like the good old days. Oh yeah, absolutely. Glad to have you back. So, uh, well, thank you guys for for joining me and talking about video games and Kanye for the last hour or so. Uh, there you go. <laughs> uh, and thank you, listeners, for listening. If you want to find out more about Dark Station, head on over to darkstation.com. There you can find our reviews and previews, and of course, you know, some 200 episodes of the Darkcast. So, uh, thank you guys again, and have a good night. 200. Good night, Internet.